1: We always forget what we're talking about. Must be the wine. I will earn
0: that money back and destroy him. Dude, if your internet's gonna be boo-boo this entire time, I'm gonna be mad.
1: Howdy and welcome to the Laptop Empires podcast. This is episode 91. Feels kind of crazy that we're already at episode 91. But Mike here with Bobby Hoyt. Uh, and Today we're gonna talk to you about how you can make more money this week. Three ways in particular. Uh, Pretty excited about this one because when you are growing your business, and if you were wanting to, you know, free up more time, I think that's a big thing with online businesses, you know, is have a little bit more freedom. And so you want to earn more while working less. And in order to earn more money and create that time, there's all kinds of different ways to do it. But one has to do with the way you charge and the way you earn more money. So today, we're going to talk about one really common way to make more money that everybody knows, which is just get more clients. And then we're going to talk about two that people think about less that are very easy to do and that you may not have thought about. And uh, they're a little scary. So we'll go into some strategies for that too. So Bobby, let's dig into it, you know, making more, yeah. more money right now. You know, what's funny before we, before we got on
0: here, I wasn't actually sure what we were going to talk about. And I was thinking about this, this very topic because well, kind of a different version of it, but when you're, when you run a business, you know, whether it's kind of like very new or if you know it's kind of like I guess ours is very new, but we've had we've had a good amount of success early you get to this point where you're like, okay, how do I grow next like what's the next path because you have like these initial like you have like the fear and like you jump and you do the thing or you start the business and you're all excited and then you make your first little bit of money and then you're really excited and then all of a sudden you start bringing in consistent income and it'll stay you know generally pretty steady for a while and that's kind of like where we've been where we've had for the last like five months, I'd say we've had like really steady revenue, but then it's like, you, you're kind of like in the desert almost. And you've got to like figure out like, what's the next, the next place that we need to go. But it's, you know, for us, it's, it's getting, you know, getting more sales, getting more clients. And that's what it is for most people. But it's just funny. I was thinking we're kind of in the same place as everybody else with all this stuff.
1: Yeah. And it's interesting you say that because, you know, I, I felt that way too. And, but, you know, I was telling you, I was looking at our finance looking so looking our numbers the other day. And we're actually, we've, we're actually doing better than we thought. You know, we thought like, okay, we're kind of like in the same place, but we're, we're go- growing at a much faster rate even than last year. We're like, we're way ahead of where yeah. we were this time last <laughs> we're year. We're like way outpacing last yeah, year. Yeah. It. <laughs> so it didn't, it feels like we're stuck because I think you and I are always just like trying to push the limit so much, but it's interesting. We're going to talk about these three ways, and you said, you know, the big thing we're working on right now is more clients, more students into the course, right? That, yeah. That's kind of the focus right now. But this third one that we're going to talk about is actually kind of the next thing that we're going to be doing, like the next thing mm. we're really focusing on. So we're not neglecting all of these things. And, and actually I'll just go ahead and give a rundown. So the first one's getting more clients. The second one is charging more money. And the third one is increasing the lifetime value of your clients or upselling or moving them on to the next thing. And so, you know, we, we want to bring in more clients because we don't want to charge more money for our course. We feel good about the price. We've increased the price of the course in the past, but we don't want to go further than where we're at right now. But then we have, you know, there are things that our students want and need to go to the next level and we're going to start providing those here down the road. So you're going to see as we talk about this, there's more than one way to make money and you can make more money this week by doing any of these three things, whether that's selling something new, selling the next step to your current clients, increasing your rates for your current clients or bringing new clients in. So let's start with the first one, getting more clients. You know, I mean it's pretty it's pretty self-explanatory, but I'll let you go ahead and kick your thoughts off with it because I've been talking.
0: Well, yeah, I mean depending on what kind of business you own. Like if you own an agency, like we teach, Facebook ads, and mm-hmm. uh, I mean it's really a matter of, of getting on the phone more with people and closing more deals. You just did the other day, you just did that with two two clients. Mm-hmm. You know, getting putting the work in, doing the outreach, or if you have like referral partnerships, like working those referral partnerships and getting people you know, getting your at bats and increasing that number. And so that'll, that takes like more effort. Cause I think in business you get to a point where you get kind of comfortable and then whenever you want to make more money, you have to like step out of your comfort zone, go do more stuff. Um, and so there's that. And then for the, you know, for the bloggers and, you know, people that run courses and that kind of stuff, it's a matter of getting more traffic, you know, getting more people into your kind of sales ecosystem. And that's what we've been doing with laptop empires, we've like taken on all these projects to get more traffic and you know different Facebook ads to bring people in and just get more clients. So it they both take work though, whether you're gonna get on the phone and, and close more clients or if you're gonna go out and try to build your traffic and build your your uh, or get more people into your funnel, you know, that's yeah, takes a lot of work.
1: Yeah, but I feel like when it comes to the the getting more money thing, like there there's different ways that you can do this. Like it's you know, this idea that you can just magically poof have more clients it's a little bit harder when you're just getting started, but if you're listening to this and you're a little bit more established, you already have some clients already have results and you're starting to build a reputation. You don't even have to be where, you know, to the point that we're at right with this, you know, like I, I, can pretty easily when I feel like if I lose a client or I need to replace a client or I want to bring in new cash, I can do like you said, and I can go reach out to referral partners. I have and say, Hey, do you have any students that you know need Facebook ad management? I've got a spot and I can pick up a client like that. But I think when you're maybe where some of our students are, where you've got a couple of clients, you started to get active in some Facebook communities, people kind of have an idea of what you're doing. It, that's, this is a good time for that. And there's a couple of things. The first one is if you have referral partnerships, if you know the owner of a community, like a Facebook group that you're active in, you can always reach out to them about just making an offer right? And so, you know, you can make an offer in that community and give them some sort of referral cut. If they're willing, they might be, you know, interested in having you provide some sort of training, like providing, like doing a webinar and then letting you sell off the back end of that. And I think people are more receptive to that than you might realize. You just kind of have to get the guts to ask and have already been adding value. By value, I mean like useful content to their community. And and then you just got to give it a try. But Then, you know, the other things you can do, you can send out an email blast, right? If you've got a list, you can post on your Facebook group and just say, Hey, I've, I've got room for one client to do X, Y, Z. If you're interested, shoot me a PM, like that Mm -hmm. simple. Like you can do that kind of thing. But then there's some other, some other things you can do. Like you can create, you can do host your own webinar and promote it for a week and say, I'm doing a training on such and such and make an offer at the end or you could do something like a challenge, right? If you're, if I wanted to get new gym clients, I could always go and promote, you know, just on my profile and my email and everything that I was going to do a challenge that was going to help gym owners create their first offer and set up their sales system or whatever, and deliver that over a five day period. And at the end of that, basically offer calls to get them on the phone, to sell them where I would run the paid traffic for that. Or I could walk them through an offer on, Hey, I'm going to help you set up your funnel over the course of the week. I'm providing massive value to them. And then, Hey, if you want paid traffic, here we go. So it it can be as simple as just straight up making an offer and saying, Hey, hire me to do this. Or you could go with the value first option of a webinar, a challenge, something of that nature, and then, you know, make an offer off the back of that. But it's just making an offer. And as long as you're not one of those ding dongs that's doing it every single week, I I hate this with fit pros, the it's like every week they're posting like, Hey, I've got spots for two women that want to lose 10 to 15 pounds and first come first serve. You know, I just had two spots open. It's like, yeah. Okay. If 10 people sign up, you're going to take all of them. And the reality is you don't have two spots open. You have no clients. Like, right. Everybody can see through that. So you don't want to do it too frequently. Yeah. So then there's the, the
0: next one, which I think is hard for a lot of people. Um, probably myself included. This is something I a year ago I wouldn't have been comfortable with, but just charging more money, right? Like I'm the personal finance blogger in me is always like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to take more money from people than needed. But I think a lot of times in business you have to kind of recognize like, is your service like more valuable than you're actually charging? You know, can you actually charge more and, and kind of maintain your, your conversion rates? And a lot of times the answer is yes. Cause I think a lot of A lot of what we do is kind of undervalue our services. Um, We see that all the time in the Facebook side hustle course where we'll get a student and we tell them over and over again, like you need to charge a thousand dollars a month and they'll immediately be like, yeah, that scares me. I'm going to charge 500. And then they do that for a while and they get like frustrated with that. And then they finally, you know, they bump up to a thousand. It's just kind of like the natural progression, but that's an, it's an easy way. Like, you know, if, if you're providing a service, if you're doing a good job, you can charge more money and if it's reasonable you're probably not going to lose many clients or turn too many people away and we saw the same thing with our courses we we debuted facebook side hustle i think at 247 um uh, for the um, grand opening yeah you're right yeah 247 and i think it went up to 297 and then we went up to 397 and I, we've stayed yep. there we've stayed um, right. and and we've you know maintained steady sales and every you know it's still people still see that still still feel that there's a lot of value. We get that that comment right. a lot. Like you guys are still way undercharging for your course, uh, but now it's kind of like where we want it to be. We think it's in a good spot.
1: Yeah, and I mean, and we could take that thing I think all the way up to nineteen ninety seven, and would still yeah. be competitive. I mean, that's really where the competition is at, right? Isn't that is at that two thousand dollar mark? But we want it to be as accessible to as many people as possible, which is why we've chosen price we've chosen. Yeah. I think when you have clients like, and, and that's a lot of, I work with so many coaches and consultant types, you know, the pricing thing can be difficult. And I think they're always looking for more leads and more lead gen. And they're not always looking at increasing their value proposition and increasing their prices. And I think sometimes it's the harder thing to do. It's the scarier thing, yeah. but the reality is it's, it's actually the easier way to like make more money. And it's the thing that people, you know, dodge all the time. And, and what you really got to make sure is like, are you, are you delivering something extra has just your demand and your, your value just for what you currently do increase or is, is there, are you increasing their profit enough to to where it makes sense? You know? And I think one of the things I've done is some of my oldest clients still pay me, pennies right because yeah. I'm just I've been loyal to them they've been with me for years and I just uh, you know a couple of them the the types of businesses they have it wouldn't actually make sense for them if I increase my prices right and they've been with right. me so long that I'm, I'm willing to stay but you know I have others that have been with me for a long time too but they're as their business has changed and I've been around you know so long I have increased my prices because it makes sense for their business it makes sense for the work. I'm doing, you know, and yeah. a really good example of that. I did that with a couple of my clients recently, where the the workload was increasing. Right? They were spending much more money. They were running many more campaigns at the agency, so the workload was increasing. And so, what happened is, at first, you know, they were like, "I want to add this. I want to increase the budget. I want to scale here." And at first, I was adding these things, but they reached a point where the next time they said, "I want to add this thing," I just said. Hey man, look, you know, I'm happy to do this, but we've kind of reached a point where the workload, you know, I'm going to have to bill you more. And he was just like, yeah, do whatever you got to do. He didn't even ask how much it was going to be. And then I was like, well, let me tell you, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Um, And so, you know, he understood, you know, the value of that and that sort of thing as well, you know, and I've got, you know, I've got another client where he wanted to come in and add a totally different service. You know, we talk about this with our students where, you can have, you know what, I'm going to save this. This is kind of for the the third one because this is really, this is really an upsell. So I know you said like you kind of get the bleeding heart thing. You don't like to (laughs) charge people more money, but have you had situations that you've charged more money and how have you handled that?
0: Oh yeah. I mean, I used to have the bleeding heart. I've been, I've been working with you long enough. My heart is like rock hard stone. Making me, (laughs) making me sound horrible. You're, no, you're right. no, no. <laughs> it's yes. Yeah. It's uh, no, I, you know, I actually were, I'm trying to think cause I've done so many different things where like freelance writing and social media management and local SEO and Facebook ad, like I've done all these different right. things. The idea or the one that comes to mind the most is actually freelance writing. I used to do some, some freelance writing and I was doing it for like a hundred and God, I might've been doing it like for a hundred dollars an article, which is like the bare minimum of what you should do. Um, and now like if somebody wanted me to freelance, write an article, I wouldn't like you, you'd have to pay me at least a grand, I think for me to even touch it. Cause I, that's just kind of where, where I am now. Um, just for, like, I don't, I don't have the time <laughs> to do it. So that's when it becomes worth my time now. Uh, but that's one of the things like anytime where it's like my time is needed where somebody's like, Hey, I need coaching or I need whatever from you. The number for me has gotten so much bigger, just not because I even want to charge people more, but because it's like, well, is that worth my time these days? So that's, that's one thing. But I do think uh, on the flip side of that, um, if you're a freelancer, because I was thinking about this when we were, you started kind of talking about the second one, there is a point in time where if you're going to raise your prices, you have to be prepared for people to turn you down. You know, like if I went to a bunch of people and said like, yeah, you know, you can hire me to write a freelance article, but I'm going to charge you a grand. I'm going to charge you $1,500. A lot of them, like 99.9% of them are going to go, mm, no thanks. And I think that that's something that I, a, lot of, a lot of freelancers don't always
1: get or they're scared of. And that keeps them from raising their prices.
0: Yeah. And so you got to realize there's kind of like a balance. So like, let's say you're a freelance writer, for example, and you've been charging hundred dollars per article and you're like, you know what? Damn it. My time's worth more money. I'm charging $350 an article you're probably going to either lose clients if you go that route and you have to be prepared for that or you're just going to have a hard time getting clients to that that next level so you got to kind of like scale up but then at the same time you've also got to realize that people are going to start saying no to you because there's a lot of other people out there that will do the same kind of work for less money so you kind of have to get a feel for like you know what what the market is for your services Um, and just because you feel like your time is worth a ton of, of money if the market doesn't bear that, like, if you know, the market doesn't want to pay you a thousand dollars per freelance article, then it's not going to work um, unless you get lucky. So that's kind of like another, I don't know if I took that off topic or not, but it's something to think yep. about.
1: I think it's good. And I want to give you guys a strategy for raising your prices that will help minimize chasing people off. Before I get into that though, I want to talk about this idea that if you raise your prices, like people, you know, might not, buy from you because there's going to be cheaper options. And and I just, I think this is important to say because sometimes it is actually easier to sell a higher price service than a lower priced mm-hmm. one. Um, yeah. Because when you sell a lower price one, you're viewed more as a commodity. And so when you're expertise gets to a certain level, it can actually be beneficial to sell a higher price service. It's also going to change, but what happens is it changes the type of people that you work with. Right. And so a really good example of this, we'll talk about like, with the ad management, if you're charging thousand dollars per month, you're going to get more of the people that are maybe their business is newer, they're newer to pay traffic. They're trying to get started. Whereas if you're charging three grand a month, you're probably more likely to get people like Bobby and I that have proven sales and have a proven sales funnel and have systems and have products, and and then you're just like helping increase the ROI of those products. And so, you know, it can be it it can be a choice type thing. And one of the things that you know I talk about all the time is. When, when you're a freelancer, you can kind of do whatever you want. You can work with the type of people you want. And so I know some people that love working with people that are just starting out. I'm not one yeah. of those people, right? Like <clears throat> I used to do that. And I find it like just now with the way I want to run my business, it can be frustrating because you have to help you have to show them how to do everything. And then there's people that are kind of, you know, in that middle rung, they're getting started. And then there's the people that are really well established and they just want to scale and blow up. Right. And I love working right. with those people because it's, it's fun. And I like Spending big bucks uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) for my clients. So, you can, if you raise your fees, like that might mean that you're working with a different type of person that you need to change what you're doing. But if you're changing your fees with your current clients, because that's what this is about, how do you make more money this week? And one of the ways we're saying is charging more money to the clients that you have. Um, I've got a really good strategy for it. And what you do is you figure out what it is that you're going to charge, and you're going to go to all of your clients and you're going to let them know that your prices are going to be increasing. So, say you're charging $1,000 per month and you're going up to $1,250. Okay. You're going to go to all your clients and you're going to say, I'm trying to think today's beginning of June. So, I'm going to say something like, hey guys, just letting you know that on uh, August 1st, which is in six weeks or is in uh, two months, I'm going to be increasing my prices uh, by $250 per month. But since you guys have been with me for so long, since you're a loyal client, I wanted to give you an opportunity to maintain the rate that you currently have. Um, And so what I'm going to do is on August 1st, the price will switch over to everybody, but I'm going to give you the opportunity to pay for as many months at the current rate upfront as you would like to. Um, And I'll honor that rate for that period of time. So if they want to write you, $6,000 $6,000 check. And that means that they're going to get six months of your services at the old rate. And then at that time it will change over. So I started doing this back in my fitness days when I was doing the online fitness coaching um, and it worked incredibly well. And now I've used it for the agency, I've taught my students um, that are or my my coaching clients, you know, that have agencies or looking to raise prices. I've given all of them this strategy, and it just it works over and over and over. And what's going to happen is you will have some clients that will say, "Sorry, I'm out. Like I can't yeah. afford to go higher or whatever it may be." But most of them are going to be pretty cool with it. And yeah. I've had some that are just like, "Look, I don't want to pay." A lump sum, I want to have the cash flow. So just that's cool. The price will go yeah. up, you know, at the end of the month. And I've had others where it's like, here's a year in advance. <laughs> yeah. You know, so you never know. And so that can be a big cash flow injection, like a big shot to the arm to really lock in a client if they pay you six months in advance. But it's also, you're going to them and you're saying, you know, the, The demand for my services, the cost of my services, bringing on the team, like all these things, the costs have gone up. So I need to raise my fees, but I want to be fair to you. And you've presented them a very fair option. And I think that that makes it much easier to swallow. And if you're like me, where you work with business owners, they get it, right? They get it. So,
0: you know, there um, is a flip side though, and you and I have both done this. You talked about it earlier. There's something to be said for clients that pay you consistently, even if it's a little bit less mm -hmm. than what you want to currently charge because having, you know, being able to rely on your business on the same amount of money coming in every single month. Same reason, like my jewelry client, I haven't, you know, I don't even take clients on anymore. I still do their work though. um, Or my team does their work, but it's like, I haven't gone up on them for three or four years now because it's, I mean, every month the money comes in. So it's like, well, you know, I'd rather have the consistent, revenue, right. then scare them off by trying to charge more or whatever. And it's the same thing. It's a loyalty thing. Like they were, super, they took a chance on me. So I've been, right. you know, I felt like, you know, I'm going to hook them up.
1: Yeah. And it's like, I mentioned earlier, like I have some clients that are still paying me at this base level. And, and for me, like I try to do, I try to treat all my clients like the same to be fair, but like, you know, they're, they're, every client is different. Right. So the clients that are still paying me this base amount that compared to somebody else that maybe is a comparable business that I did raise the price on, they might be comparable in that they're the same type of business, but beyond like the loyalty and how long those people have been with me, there's also the fact that a a lot of times those ones that have been with me for a long time are much lower time commitments and much less work, you know? And so, uh, whereas the other ones are a little bit more hands-on and that makes a big difference. So, so that's something to keep in mind too. Yep. All right, so moving on to the third one, um, which is sell more stuff to your current clients or increase their lifetime value. You know, whatever it is that you want to do. What this one's really about is that when somebody comes and works with you, you know, there's always a next step, and this is something that like you and I, we we uh, talk to our good friend, Jessica Lorimer, and she was like, you guys need to be doing this in your business. And we know we do, but it's like one of those, like you can only do one thing at a time. So we haven't gotten to yeah. it. But yeah. when somebody works with you, you're helping them solve a problem. But once you do that, there's always another there's a next step. There's a next problem, and you want to be able to serve them and provide the solution to that problem, because they've already built up that trust. They know you can help. You can help them, and they're going to want to move on with you and continue working with you. And so, this is not necessarily an upsell, but you know, just having that kind of product ladder, you know. And so, you might have the initial. You know, I think a lot of people have like there's the course, and then there's the group coaching. The one-to-one coaching, the mastermind mm-hmm. events, like there's these different kind of things that, like, kind of you know you can scale people through, and so you might want to consider something like that that you could have. I think a really good example of this that this is what I was starting to talk about earlier that I've used that we've taught our students. It's something that they can actually buy when they buy the Facebook side hustle course. It's an upgrade for ninety-seven dollars. Is you can provide additional services. And so one of the big ones that I use is um, a lot of my clients want to do brand awareness. They want to promote video. You and I are currently doing this for laptop empires, but they want to promote video and they want to, um, you know, just get their brand out there, have people more aware of them, start building that audience, have those retargeting audiences to get more people on their list, make more sales. And so, you know, there's a lot of times where I will get, the core lead gen funnel done for a client or the core list building funnel or whatever it is that we're doing to help them generate sales. And then once that's established, I'll go to them and say, hey, we have this. Now let's supercharge it. Let's start promoting video. Let's start promoting content. Build these new audiences. Retarget those people that are warmer and already know you, like you, and trust you into that same sales funnel to make your sales easier. And then the people that come in through the cold traffic to your sales funnel and don't convert, let's get them into the video and then bring them right back so that maybe they get to know you a little better and come back. And that's a great way for me to take a $1,000 client and then turn them into a 1500 hundred dollar per month client by adding another service that right. is it adds some work and some time on my end but it's not you know so much that it's going to like make that increase in cost just you know just cover the expenses it's going to give me a little bit of profit it's going to add a little bit more and so yeah. I, like i've done that recently so if you're like hey i need some more money this week then you can look at the clients you have and go, who's ready for the next step? Who's ready to do the next thing, right? And you right. can make that offer and maybe they'll take it. Maybe they won't, but like I said, sometimes you got to make offers to get paid. Yeah. Yeah. Totally true. Yeah. So I think the key with, with all of these and
0: I think I touched on it at the very beginning is that you've got to step out of your comfort zone a little bit, you know, whether you are going to raise your prices or, you know, you're going to go out and get more clients or whatever you want to do. If you're a blogger and that means like hiring a writing team uh, or if you want to start doing coaching or whatever, like the, you know, making more money more often than not is either something where you teach yourself something you didn't know and you start applying it in your business or you step out of your comfort zone, and do something that you know you need to do, but you're, procrastinating for whatever reason, cause you're scared or, or whatever. So that's, that's the big deal. Just if you, if you are ready to make more money right now and you have a, an established business or even a business that's newer, but you're still bringing in money, look at your business and go, what's the next thing I can do right now to bring in more money? And am I uncomfortable? And if I am uncomfortable, I need to just like get past that and, and go do it. Yeah,
1: for sure. And I think, and that's but part of growth. Like you, you, I always feel like I know when my business is growing because I'm uncomfortable. Like you have to be a little bit uncomfortable. If you're feeling really good and you're feeling really comfortable, then that means that you're stagnant. <laughs> so yep. you, know, you kind of want to run to those things that you're avoiding or those things that make you uncomfortable because that's really where the money is. That's where the growth is going to happen. So um, that's it. That's our you know quick three takeaways, how you can start making some more money this week. We really appreciate you all listening. Please make sure that you subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts, whether it's Spotify, which we are on now. It took us like a long time to get onto there. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever else that you listen to podcasts. We really appreciate being a reader. If there's anything you'd like to hear us talk about on the show, please just shoot us an email team at laptopempires.com. We love getting all suggestions and I'm pretty sure we've made an episode just about every suggestion that's been sent to us. So if there's something you really want to hear about, just let us know by shooting us an email. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to the laptop empires podcast with Mike Yonda and Bobby Hoyt. For more information and the resources mentioned in this episode, go to laptopempires.com forward slash podcast. We out.